Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries Radio Show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hey, it's Dawn Marie Mutel. Welcome back to another episode of Life's Necessities and Luxuries. And today, it's National Crayon Day. And so it made me think when I was a child, I used to love playing with crayons. Didn't you? What was your favorite color in the box? I remember once my sister, she she was like 14 years older than me, and she was also a very creative girl. And she took me from, you know, the little box that we had with maybe eight colors in it to a large box with like 26 colors. And it was amazing. It was like confetti blew up in my brain, you know? It was like, wow, look at all the colors, more than the rainbow, you know? It was more than just four colors. And it was the first time I think I ever saw all of the different colors in one place. And I loved it. And one of my favorite colors was using the gold. There was a metallic gold and a silver. And I just, I don't know why I loved playing around with it. What was your favorite color? When we were kids, we used to play in Brooklyn. We grew up playing this game called Skelzies. And it was the square box you would put in the street. We did it in the middle of the street because it was smoother. And then we would take the crayons and we would melt them inside of, of the bottle caps so that it had some weight so that when we flick them with our fingers, we could shoot it across the street into the boxes that we needed to go and you could knock people out of it. It was just a fun game. Now, of course, we had to watch for cars because, you know, it's Brooklyn and it's New York City. And there were cars coming down the block, you know, not as busy as it is today, but we still had a great time. Now, of course, when you're nine years old, you're not supposed to be playing with matches, but <laughs> we were rebels and we did. And we would, you know, melt the wax and make these fun, beautiful colors. I actually made some not that long ago because I was thinking about it and I had some extra um, caps from the Lucky Buddha beer and it had the little Buddha on the back and I didn't want to get rid of them. And I'm like, what can I do with these caps? And I thought, oh, I can make scalesy caps and I would melt the crayons. And what I want you to do today, if you have kids or go to a Dollar Tree store and grab some crayons and then pick a color and just on a piece of paper, just start doodling. Maybe you draw some funny faces. Maybe you're drawing some sunshine. Maybe you're drawing some clouds and water and trees and flowers, whatever it might be. I just want you to be childlike today, to remember, you know, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to play. You know, as adults, we are so responsible. We have to work, work, work. And something I learned probably in my late 20s was, 20s was that it's okay to be childlike. As a matter of fact, the reason I'm asking you about this today is because it made me realize that she taught me to think out of the box. You know, when you're growing up, when you're around six, seven years old, all of a sudden you're in school, you're getting all these rules and regulations thrown at you, right? You can't talk in class, you can't laugh, you can't da-da-da-da-da. I remember in the first grade, I got slapped by the nun. We were reading in the class and my friend uh, Stephen, he was a real comedian. He should have just been a comedian. But he did something. He made a funny face at me, whatever, and I laughed. The next thing I know, I had a slap go across my face. And my mom never hit me, you know, my dad, you know. So here I was getting slapped in the face around six years old. And I remember going home to tell my mom. And she went down there and she laid it into her. So that was the end of that. But 
It was an eye opener because, you know, if somebody did something to make you laugh, you thought you could laugh, that it wouldn't be a big problem. But in society, we have a lot of rules and regulations placed upon us, right? So our box seems to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's why I'm bringing this up today, because my sister Debbie, God rest her soul, she used to take like a darker color to outline whatever image it was in the coloring book. And then we would do a softer color inside. And I was like, oh my gosh, we can like draw on that line. And if it went outside the line, it was okay. And it stuck with me forever to say, you can think outside of the box. You can draw outside of the lines. It's okay. I remember one teacher, I had a habit of like writing in between the lines and not on the line. And so she said, you're never going to amount to anything because I wrote in the middle of the lines. I didn't let it stop me because it just said, you know what, I'm, I may have uh, an obstacle here, but you know, I'm just as smart as anyone else. I'm not like... Uh, stupid, you know, I can catch on pretty quickly. I learn very fast. So if you feel that like you're stuck as a lot of us feel that way right now, I want you to think outside the box. It's okay. I'm giving you permission. But think about some new creative twists. Think about some new things that you can do in your life that's going to be fun. I know we're limited right now with a lot of different things, but that doesn't mean that you can't get creative. Let's say you always wanted to skydive, but you can't skydive right now. But maybe you can go look at a simulator somewhere or go to a place that you can watch people fly out of a plane. Or you're just watching YouTube videos on people jumping out of planes because it gets you all fired up. It's something I've always wanted to do. I haven't done it yet. I'm a little worried because I feel like, you know, I had a couple back issues and I'm just afraid of the landing. <laughs> but I would love to jump out of a plane. And I just heard this actress, uh, I forget her name, on TV last night. And she said that her mom who raised five kids as a single woman, which I find unfathomable, uh, she jumped out of a plane when she was 85. So if she can do it, <laughs> I could definitely do it. But I want you to feel like, you know, you're living your life on fire, that you're enjoying every moment. I know we have this grueling pressure to, you know, get it all done, get it done now and everything else in between. But you got to have that time for yourself to just do a couple of things that you love to do. I talk more about this in the book, 151 Secrets. And if you haven't gotten a copy already, I highly suggest it because now, especially now, there's going to be some things in there that you can use right now to implement into your life so that you can start to feel that fire burning, that you can start to feel like you're living your life on purpose. And there's nothing better than feeling that way. You know, I feel like we're really lucky. We, we get to live this life and we all have crap that we've had in our past happen. But, you know, are you going to finish it the best way you possibly can? Or are you just going to throw in the towel and say, well, I tried. It didn't work out. And that's the end. You better not because, you know, life is too short. And there's so much for us to explore and try. And maybe you're somebody who doesn't like to try different types of foods. But maybe now's the time you did start trying different foods. You may have tried something that you didn't like. So try something else. You know, don't get stuck thinking, oh, well, I tried this thing and it didn't work. Maybe it was a different aspect of that thing that you should try doing now, right? So think of some creative ways that you can light that match and stick it under your butt so that you get moving. Because when you don't, what happens? We stall out. We lose motivation. We, we lack luster. We're like, oh, it's, it's a drag to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Whereas when you're excited about it, 
then you want to wake up early and work on it, right? You want to go to bed late to keep working on it because it doesn't matter what time it is because you're so on fire. And if it means doing it after the kids go to bed or after the kids are off to school and you have an hour, even if you just put on some fun music, right? Get dancing in your own little living room. I know TikTok is really big with that right now and I haven't really got into it, but I I do like what they're doing. Because dancing and praising and singing about, you know, God, if you don't believe in God, maybe it's just a higher power, whatever you believe in. But I feel like we have to praise and dance and sing. And that's why I love playing my drums, right? Because it gives me a creative outlet. And it's also great energy and it's great exercise. And when I finish playing, I'm like, all right, I can get back to that mundane task that was just making me bonkers. But I knew I had to do it to get it done. Like I'm looking around right now in my studio office and it's a freaking mess in here. So I decided to take a few hours. I put it on the calendar to tackle it this week to just try to straighten it up. And I find that if my studio is is out of whack, I'm feeling out of whack. And I don't like feeling out of whack. Do you like feeling out of whack? So maybe you have to do some spring cleaning. Maybe that's the kickstart, right? Maybe it's getting organized. And if you want, listen to some of the other uh, episodes. I do share some tips on organizing. So you may want to check that out. And also in the book, I have a whole chapter in part two that talks about home care. So if you're looking to spruce it up on a beer and pretzels budget, that is the book to go to. Just go to 151secrets.com and pick up a copy there. But, you know, getting organized you ever donate a lot of clothing to the Goodwill or Salvation Army? And he was like, wow, I feel so much better. A couple of weeks back, I donated a few bags of clothing. And then I got an unexpected check that came in. And I was like, wow, you know, so I feel like what you put out to the universe, it comes back. Maybe you know a kid in your neighborhood or your, your friend's daughter who's your size. And maybe she's just starting a job or she's just starting college or something, but she needs clothing. Ask them if they want the clothes. I remember one time there was this very wealthy woman who was a member of the club I grew up in with my family in Manhattan on Billionaire Row, and her name was Cece. And she said to my mom, hey, I see your daughter's the same size as me. You know, I'm getting rid of some clothing. You know, would you want to come over on a Saturday? They lived on the Upper East Side and grab some stuff. So when my mom told me, I was like, heck yeah. So there I was, this 16-year-old girl. I was working at the club as a receptionist part-time on the weekends and some evenings after school. And I went to her house and she just let me take these like garbage bags of clothing that were spectacular. I had stuff from Lord and Taylor from Bloomingdale's, leather pants in all colors. They were green and burgundy and white, beige. I had mohair pants that were made out of mohair and this sweater that had mink in it. I could never afford to buy any of those clothes. But she gave them to me because she was going to get rid of them. When I was through with them, I wound up giving them to a friend on my block at the time, to his mom. And she had the use of them. So it made me feel really good that I was able to help this lady. But I felt so good when I did it because I was like, wow, I know she was struggling. She didn't have the money. She had a couple of kids. She was a single mom. It was hard. And I wanted her to feel special. I wanted her to feel the feeling I felt when I wore those clothes. Because, you know, as they say, the clothing makes the man or the woman. And it's true. You know, I teach more about the psychology of clothing in my class, Let's Shop in Your Closet. So if you're interested in learning more about that, just shoot me a DM at Dormarie's Fashion Finds on Instagram and just put in the subject, Let's Shop, and I'll know what that is. And then I can email you some more information when it launches because that's coming up soon. 
But it's just about how do we keep the fire going? Every day is a struggle. But I want you to get the creative flow going. And in order to start the creative flow, you have to do something creative. Maybe it means going to bake or creating a special meal, something that you don't normally cook. So it's a new recipe that you find. I like going to epicurious.com. That's E-P-I-C-U-R-I-O-U-S.com. They have amazing recipes there. And then just do something different. Because, you know, when you try something new, your brain has to try to figure out what it is it's doing because it's never done it before, right? So you may be using new motor skills, new hand skills. Um, maybe it's just, uh, let's say you're dancing a new style of dance. You may be moving parts of your body that you've never moved before. So I want you to think of taking a new class, trying a new recipe, just doing something different that you don't normally do. Because guess what? It is going to spark something. You may say, you know what? I really like this. I want to do more of it. Or I didn't like that so much. Let me try this and try something different. And let your mind roam free and enjoy and be childlike. And you know, when you act childlike, not childish, but childlike in amazement, in awe of the things that are in front of you, when you live in that moment of gratitude, you can't help but feel happy and enthused and, and just motivated to do more and get more of that feeling. When you're living on purpose, you're going to feel those feelings and then life isn't so bad. And the other thing is just to take everything one day at a time. We always take on more than we can handle. So don't do that. Just keep it simple, right? The K-I-S. Keep it simple. I say silly, not stupid, because we are not stupid. We may get silly, but we're definitely not stupid. All right, my lifers, that's all I'm going to leave you with. If you like this episode, please share it and leave a review. It really helps me with the podcast and keeping it afloat if we get great reviews. So just, you know, if it's on iTunes or um, excuse me, if it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, wherever you can leave it. Remember to live happily, peacefully, lovingly, successfully, luxuriously, and necessarily. Until the next time. Bye for now. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.